Welcome back, Generation Zion. My name is Rebellion Leader Josh. I'm here with uh, my two co-hosts today. I am really excited to be here, Rachel. I am ready to be done with the day, Robbie. I swear I'm not negative. It's just I feel like the only things that I can think of in the moment are kind of negative, but I'm not, I swear. She really isn't. <laughs> just just for all you listeners out there, she's perfect. She's she's got the all the positivity in this room. You're so sweet. Stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. We're talking about weeks? Our yeah. week? Yeah. Anything fun? Um, well, we I had a good weekend. Um, I went down to go visit some family and we played Sandy Pickle. What's that? Which is really cool. It's like a mix between beach volleyball and pickleball. So it's oh. like uh pickleball. Sandy pickle. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So it's like uh it's a little weird. you don't have to have a it's a pickleball, but you don't have to have a court. Mm. And the net is a lot higher. It's like a volleyball net. But you can move it up and down. Mm. And you can hit the ball twice to try and get over, but it can't bounce on your side. And, of course, there's out of bounds and everything. And there's even, like, a no-you-can't-spike st- zone. That's but pretty chill. But it's really fun. That looks kind of... That looks fun. Yeah. It was really fun. I definitely can't see it right now. It sounds fun. It was really cool. Isn't yeah. a pickleball like a wiffle ball that has, like, mm. all those holes in it? Yes. Wouldn't that get stuck in the sand? Like, does that actually bounce? No, so it wasn't, like, in the sand. We played it in the grass because it just... It moves. It's, it's called Sandy because it's a beach, like beach volleyball, but oh, okay. and pickleball. So it's, it's kind of like you just don't two. need the court. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was Halloween. It was Halloween. Yeah. This past week. And that was really fun. I went to a family gathering with my roommate and we were tacky tourists and we put fake, like fake sunburns on. We used my red lipstick and just, like, blended it out, and it looked really real. And so, like, half of my family, seriously, they were like, where'd you get sun? Like, what happened? How'd you guys get sunburned? And we were like, oh, it's fake. So that was really great. That honestly made my whole weekend. Um, So, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Josh? I didn't do much, unfortunately. My life was not that exciting this last weekend. You went to a dance. I did go to a dance, and I saw you there. I did see you there, too. I did not go. You didn't miss anything. I had a though. beard. It was kind of actually boring. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw so I was a lumberjack, for those wondering. And I took eyeliner and I drew a beard on. And I thought it looked pretty realistic. Yeah, no, it was really good. I couldn't recognize you. I thought you were a guy at first. I'm going to be honest. Sweet. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know it was a good costume. High praise. Yeah. Nice. So I'm really excited to be here because we're talking about hope today. And it's something that's really near and dear to my heart and something that I think a lot about. So to start out, I would like to do an activity. So for this, I want everyone to close their eyes. I'll close my eyes too. Ready? And I want you to remember a time where you felt Christ's love. For you were someone in your life okay now I'm hoping that you guys have it I know I have mine and now I want you to 
share what you're feeling or thinking, how this memory makes you feel or how you felt in that moment. Just comfort and peace. I'd say just pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I feel um, for mine, it was that everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so now I want you to keep your eyes closed. And <laughs> I got caught. <laughs> it's okay. Keep your eyes closed and remember and think again of that same situationer. And but this time, imagine it as if Christ was didn't exist or Christ wasn't there. How? What's the difference? How does that make you feel? I feel like a little um, disorganized, honestly. Just like I don't have anything to bring me clarity anymore and sad. And I would say that, uh, like, whenever I'm more distant from God, because, you know, I'm not perfect, um, I tend to feel more numb. You know, I just kind of like that depressed numbness. So I would say I feel more like that. Yeah. I know for me, I feel would feel lost and scared and totally out of my element. Mm-hmm. Um, so I completely agree with you guys. You guys can open your eyes now, by the okay, way. Okay, thank goodness. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting <laughs> about that. Um, it's like I'm just going to But so with that, here. I probably are wondering why I had you guys do that activity. A little bit, yes. And I love that one. I think about it quite a bit because it's something, I think, to help us remember everything that Christ does for us and his love and how he's always there. And these moments and remembering these moments of how we're really able to trust God and know mm-hmm. that he cares about us and that he's always there for us. And with that, um, I felt it really went into hope really well and kind of brought us a remembrance of how Christ makes us feel and who we believe in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess just to start off, since Rachel's going to be our expert today, um, what is hope? So... According to the Oxford Dictionary, Mm -hmm. hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. But it also shared the archaic or old version of hope, which is hope is a feeling of trust. And I think it's really interesting the difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Don't you guys see that? It's kind of like, I think that's we in today's world kind of see hope or use hope as the first version where it's like more of hope is I wish. Like, oh, I I hope we, I hope I get a good grade in class, right? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I hope, blah, blah, blah. It's more of like, I wish. Mm-hmm. I wish this would happen when that's really not what hope is. Hope is this feeling of trust. And then it's also, we can have hope in a lot of things. Yeah. But it's hope in something. Yeah, like hope in our Savior. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's where Preach My Gospel gives their definition of hope, which Mm -hmm. is hope is an abiding trust that the Lord will fulfill his promises to you. It is believing and expecting that something will occur, Mm -hmm. which I think is interesting because it reminds us that hope is trust in our Savior. So that definition kind of reminds me of faith. And I just wanted to, like, do you have any clarification on what's the difference between hope and faith? So... I think they're very similar, and I think they go hand in hand. You can't have one without having the other or, like, Mm -hmm. a glimpse of the other. Right. Because we know that faith is 
believing in something that we can't see, but that's true, right? Yeah. And we, but we know that hope is believing and trusting that something happened. And so we kind of see that difference um, a little bit. So in Moroni 7, 41 through 43, it says, And what is it that ye shall hope for? Behold, I say unto you that ye shall have hope through the atonement of Christ and the power of his resurrection to be raised unto life eternal, and this because of your faith in him according to the promise. Wherefore, if a man have faith, he must needs have hope. But without faith, there cannot be any hope. And again, behold, I say unto you that he cannot have faith and hope, save he shall be meek and lowly of heart. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know exactly what the difference is, but from what I've studied and can assume, I feel like hope is the trust and believing that through faith, that gives us the faith we need in order to act on the Lord's promises. Yeah. And then we've also been taught that faith is action and you know, faith without works is dead. So being able to act because of our hope and trust in the Savior. So hope kind of helps out faith. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting. It reminds me of the scripture in Alma that talks about faith and how even if you just have a glimpse, like even if you hope to have faith, mm-hmm. that's enough. And like so a, I desire think or... a desire? A desire, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that, that's hope too, right? Yeah, because you're, you're hoping, you're believing you want to have this hope. Mm-hmm. All right then. So I have a question for you then. Yes. Why is hope important? We talked a lot about hope. I want to know why do we need hope right now? So I want you guys to remember the activity that we did, right? And that feeling. And just think about that difference, right? Um, and how with one, you had Christ. And with the other, you didn't. And just how, just having Christ, for those that know about him and truly believe in him and his promises, how much joy and light that brings into your life. Um, I'm going to share a personal story. So I served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, a couple years ago. And I went to Chile. And I love Chile so much. It became my second home. But when I first got there, well, my whole time there, I sadly had a lot of health problems. Um, I spent more time inside than I probably did outside serving mm-hmm. the people. And that was really hard. I had a lot of stomach problems. I got an infection in my foot. I even got chicken pox they're pretty sure like or it was allergic reaction or something but i had to go end up living at the president's house for an entire week dang um because i thought i had the chicken pox and that's in the first six weeks of being there like i'm brand new and on top of this i have to be learning how to be a missionary and speaking an entirely new language like Mm -hmm. my companion didn't speak like we didn't speak any english i had to try and figure out to explain exactly what i was feeling in mm-hmm. a new language and it was hard and I felt abandoned mm-hmm. I slowly and slowly like my testimony like I saw my testimony but 
my hope and like faith and trust in the Lord that everything was going to be okay was slipping away. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it came to a point at the end when I was ready to give up. I was ready to come home. And I remember sitting there in the room in the, at our desk and feeling like God had sent me to Chile to die. And I know that sounds overdramatic, but that's how I felt. I didn't understand why all this was happening. And I just didn't know if I could trust anyone or anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going and praying. And through the help of my companion, being able to feel this overwhelming sense of love and a hug that everything was going to be okay. And from that, I remembered Christ. And suddenly everything became It was still hard, but everything became easier. And I had this faith that everything was going to be okay and this light and love. And I know that as we have hope, we're going to be able to get through the difficulties and trials that we're going to have anyways, but with confidence in the Lord, knowing that everything is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that's that's really good. That was really good. Thank you. Do you guys have anything to share of why you guys think? Hope is important. It's just, I think, especially right now, we live in a world where we focus on all the negative and all of the, like, the world is ending. There's these, all these catastrophes and all this stuff that we just hear on the news. And it's just bad after bad after bad after bad. And it can really tear you down if you don't have hope in a savior and hope of a renewed world that we're going to have when the savior comes again. So just that's what helps me to not be crushed by the terrible things that happen in this world, because there are good things and there is something to hope for. I agree. As far as personal experiences of like how I developed, why hope is important. It kind of revolves around one major thing. And again, I'm being completely serious. It's Star Wars. Mm. So, one, I grew up watching Star Wars The Clone Wars. The 3D animated series came out, I think, when I was, like, just about after I turned eight. So, I would watch that. And then after every episode, I'd also watch um, this little commentary where they have the um, producer Dave Filoni Dave Filoni he talks about the episode and he also talks about his experience um, with George Lucas because he was the director of these as well and George explained something to Dave that really stuck with me and made Star Wars even more special to me. And he said, Star Wars is all about hope. And it's Star Wars, he made Star Wars to specifically give kids hope. And I think that's just really special because here I am, um, back when I was eight, just a kid. And that's what really gave me a lot of hope because I actually just moved to a new place Um, halfway across the country. I lived in Pennsylvania and making new friends. And in fact, I actually made new friends through the love of Star Wars. And so that really gave me a lot of hope 
in that time. So whenever I think of hope, it all ties back to Star Wars and what that means personally to me. Mm. What's that quote that you were saying the other day about hope? And it was Star Wars. Yeah, that's the uh, quote from Rogue One. Uh, mm. Hope <laughs> is what rebellions are built on, or uh, rebellions are built on hope. It's mm. one of the ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. Um, I personally, I love Star Wars. I don't know a ton about it, but when I am able to watch it, I think it's really cool. And I think it's interesting that you say that because I think we can apply that into our lives of rebellion is built on hope. It's rebellion from, I think, the way the world is going, from the current, from the darkness and Mm -hmm. going towards something better and light and being able to be confident and optimistic and enthusiastic and to persevere. Perseverance and persistence is all about having hope that there is something to keep on keeping on for. Yeah. Hope is a good motivator. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's what helps get you out of bed in the morning, honestly. (sighs) Yeah. It's what helps you start a rebellion. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect coming from rebellion leader, Josh. Yep. One of the last things we really wanted to touch on is where do you get hope from? So we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. And we get hope from Jesus Christ and his atonement and the gospel. So I really like it in 1 Timothy 1 chapter 1 verse 1 and it says paul an apostle of jesus christ by the commandment of god our savior and lord jesus christ which is our hope Hmm. and so jesus christ really is our hope he is the person that lets us be able to believe that there will be a better day and as we hope in him Mm -hmm. we will be able to receive his promises and blessings and it's having trust in jesus christ that he is who he says he is and that's where we really get it from. That's what hope like is. He's the source. He's the source of our hope. So if he's the source of our hope, how does that work? How do, like how, how do we access it? How do we access it? How that? do we activate? How, yeah. How do we activate the hope? Nice. So um, I think it kind of comes through activating or using the atonement and really mm-hmm. gaining that testimony in the atonement. And the atonement isn't just for repentance. It's for having strength to get through the day. Mm-hmm. And once we're able to realize that and apply the atonement, I think just having, once we have hope or just like a desire to hope that the atonement works or just a desire to believe, then we slowly will have that hope. And we'll be able to strengthen that hope through having hope in the atonement. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it. I think through... This comes right through prayer and even through scripture study. I really like this. I found this while I was preparing for this podcast and it's in Romans fifteen four, And it says, for whatsoever things were written after time were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Mm-hmm. So it is through scriptures and was written that we can have patience and comfort which will lead to hope because as we use the experiences that we have and remembering them, mm-hmm. we're able to trust God more and really have that testimony. And I think through that is how we're really able to truly have hope. I think with that, uh, I think there can be 
some hope that people will find in other things, um, specifically since Christ is in all things. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned that, like, because Christ is in all things, um, people who don't even know who Christ is can still find hope in their life. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll typically find hope in uh getting their family into a better place um, or um, finding hope in a better future, I guess. I don't, I can't really speak for yeah. most of the world because I don't, I I'm not in saying, that position, yeah. but like kind of more towards that. Um, but I think there is something super special about the hope that Jesus Christ gives because while there's hope for a better place here on earth, there's the hope of a better place in the next life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's extremely important. Yeah, it's a I, fair point. I think it goes along with our joy, happiness, and peace. Mm-hmm. And that kind of idea with going along with the scriptures where the world can give us all these things in a sense. But it's very temporary. Mm-hmm. But Jesus gives us more of an eternal of everything, eternal happiness, eternal joy, eternal peace, eternal hope. And with that, I think there are many good things to hope in and to hope for. I think it's more of the things that you hope for that are the good things. Having hope in something is kind of more of idolizing, right? And so we know that when you like kind of hope in something, that's where you're drawing your power from. I think it's like, I think a lot of times people hope for things. But in the end, once you really are able to hope in Christ, you're able to draw that power from Christ. Yeah. And I feel like even if things that you are hoping to happen don't happen, you can still have hope in Christ if that's where your hope is focused on. Because um, it just reminds me of that Russell and Nelson quote where it he said it has nothing to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives exactly so if our hope is focused in christ then even if things that happen that we don't really you know that aren't good i guess we can still be hopeful because we trust christ exactly and i think we can have hope in christ and hope for many things even things that we might not even think deal with the gospel or spiritual things and christ will help us with those things because they more likely than not are righteous desires and things that we want and the lord wants to help us he wants us to be happy and he knows the things that we want as long as we keep our hope in christ everything will be okay and everything is possible Mm -hmm. and i guess just to sum up for all of you listening um that hope we just want to say that this is a very important topic, and so we hope, or I guess that's a bad word since what we discussed is that hope isn't a wish, um, but I guess in this instance, uh, we are saying that we trust that you've really listened to this and really uh, taken what, we, what we've said today to heart and uh, really want to apply it to your lives and we know that this will really help you out in your lives. Mm-hmm. Generation Zion, you're loved, and we hope to see you next week. Bye. <laughs>